0: For people welcome in another episode of love thoughts with sadia and on today's episode i have got isaac with me isaac is back and i'm not sure he needs any more introduction at this point isaac do you
1: yeah sorry i am I- no I- longer a guest
0: i am yeah. now a
1: resident member all right hi everybody my name is isaac i'm back on the show <laughs> um I'm the co-host of Route to Thirty podcast, and I am here.
0: Well, it's good to have you back. Thank you. I, I like the way you said I'm back. You're back in. English. Yes. Yes. I am. I am.
1: Thank,
0: thank you for coming back. And um, first, did you did you come with your accent? Did you come with your Brit- British accent? Because we're talking accent.
1: In 2018, when I left England i left my accent behind actually no i didn't leave my accent behind i landed in nigeria with my accent right but i did my like the next day i started nysc in katsina and there was absolutely no need for an accent because it was going to put me in more trouble than anything else because katsina is not a place you find ijgb's it's not where you find returnees yeah I was coming from abroad, so I needed to do everything to blend in. Exactly. <laughs> and since that day, I, I I left my accent behind. In fact, I went so deep into Nigerian language <laughs> and Pidgin that people started to find it hard to believe I was actually abroad at a point. And oh. you know what they say? You know what they say about things you don't use? You end up losing them anyways. So there's no need for the accent anymore. It comes out, though, every now and then. Say if I'm doing a presentation, or -hmm. if I'm speaking in front of a crowd, like, it will come out here and there. But I always consciously suppress it. I
0: I get you. Anyways, let's get into today's business. Yeah. this... This conversation is something I've always wanted to have. I've always wanted to do this for my podcast, but I always found myself pushing it back because I was like, oh no, I wouldn't want it to um, come off as condescending or come off as throwing shade because God knows. <laughs> I don't throw shades. I don't do shades. I don't do sobs. I don't do pettiness or cuttiness. No, 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 no. So I just, I was just like, you know what? I need to find a balance. But a lot of things have triggered a lot of events have triggered this in my head again in recent times and i was just like you know what fuck it let's get isaac in here if somebody's going to get into trouble for saying something maybe it should be isaac maybe it will be isaac so (laughs) let's 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 get right into accents okay yeah let me ask you one honest question yeah Yeah. when you were in england did you ever find yourself having to change your accent or change your diction or some intonation in some way to fit in
1: oh yes okay so when i go to england right i went to a mm. private school so i was in one of those schools where i was with a lot of foreigners and a lot of yeah. uh, rich british people mm. so you know those kind of schools where you wear suits yeah. and then you ride horses that was the kind of school yeah. I went to, so I actually had a fitting in problem because these mm-hmm. were people who were speaking English and with proper accents mm-hmm. so yeah. I actually I actually found myself in my first couple of months looking in the mirror and trying to change my accent yeah. to fit in yeah. and there were two ways I looked at it I didn't really see it as oh, this is coming from a place of insecurity. I saw it as a mm-hmm. form of adaptation because exactly in all honesty like the english we speak here isn't as good if you look at it from diction
0: yeah
1: but like just the diction part so it was a good way to actually learn for me and then over time i didn't really have many nigerian friends while i was in england so it helps my accents to sort of get better and better so by the time i was leaving i was it was difficult to know that i was actually nigerian so yeah so that was yeah
0: Right. And it's part of what I wanted to talk about. I wanted us to talk about the whole consensus that some people have reached or people tend to reach sometimes that, you know, it probably has to do with inferiority complex. Okay. Um, Not uh, in in the context of, I I want us to talk in the context of Nigeria. Now we're going to come to the context of being in a foreign country because I also think when someone moves to a foreign country and picks up an accent, it's necessarily it's it's definitely for adaptability. Yeah. Because whether I like it or not, I didn't even know there was a name for it. Well, apparently there's something called um, accent discrimination. I've seen it play out, but I didn't know that was what it was called. Where people get judged according to the way they sound, basically. Sometimes you're even looked at as stupid because of the way you sound. So that's that, but having to come down to Nigeria's context now uh there's this we all, we've all heard it in one way or the other, um with you know the general consensus about media personalities, especially radio presenters, the oaps and sometimes even youtubers come under the whole chopping block of having an accent, and a lot of times this has been related to having. Inferiority complex and all of that, and I just want to know what your thoughts are. I feel like when the final yeah. when Nigerians wake up to podcasters, they're probably going to put some of us on the chopping block as well. So this is this is our time yeah. to clear our names, please. We're, we're setting records <laughs> right now.
1: Okay, but you know the thing though is, I was thinking about something, right? A bit of inferiority complex, right? Mm-hmm. It is also a bit of overdue on the part of the people who use the accents. Mm-hmm. And I will explain. If you look at people on TV, news broadcasters and uh, all those TV hosts, right, they speak well. Yeah. And no- nobody slays them for having an accent. Mm. So I think it is more than just being... It is more than just an inferiority complex. I also, I also think, like, from... There are, there are two ways of looking at it. So if you look up from the average Nigerian, he'll say, yeah, whoever is using an accent is just being extra. But the yeah. person using the accent will be like, oh, you guys have an inferiority complex. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Mm. Because you can have good diction with without the accent, like people on TV. Yeah. But do you really need an accent? Because we have this um, westernized look at this mm-hmm thing where we think that once something is from abroad, it's better. Yeah. It's similar to what the white man would do. It's better. We see it everywhere in our society. Mm. But I think some things from the white man are better. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, the truth good. is, yeah, the truth is just somewhere in the middle. I have, mm. personally, I have no problem with uh, people who use accents on YouTube mm. um, in general because Some of my friends who I returned with, they still use their British accents all the time. And I have no problem with that because at the end of the day, you're speaking well. The only problem I have is with people who, hmm, without being condescending, with people who haven't been abroad for as long or who haven't been abroad who have an accent. That is where I have a problem. If you've lived abroad and you have an accent, that's fine. When you haven't
0: I don't know if that's easy Right. I get you. I totally get you, yes. Because I had I wanted to say something similar, but I was just like, you know what, maybe I should like let, let Isaac take the fall for this. <laughs> because <laughs> I have I have things I want to say that I feel like my home journey wouldn't allow me to say that on here. But I'm in agreement with, um, you know, some of the things you've said. Um, I personally don't think that uh, being in Nigeria, we, des- we we don't need a foreign accent in our ears all the time. Please.
1: Yes, I agree. Most
0: of our consumers, with the radio, for example, the consumers, the listeners are typical Nigerians. Why on yes. the planet Earth are we trying to blow accent in our ears every freaking time. I don't listen to radio a lot, but I've definitely seen it play out quite a few times. And I'm just like cringing in my seat and I'm like, mm, what the hell is going on? Great. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, it's it's ridiculous to me. Honestly, sometimes it's, it's ridiculous to me because I see player as well. Sometimes with um, brands and companies, trying to sound all um whitewashed and all of that and I'm just like what is what is going on here somebody help me like like what is it and
1: <laughs> exactly
0: a recent event that um kind of like triggered this whole topic for me again was I don't know if you remember Tiyo I know, yes. know or I know YouTuber yeah. when, remember when, when yeah. it came up in, think, a few months ago Yes. Um he was showcasing the apartment bigger and everyone came for I don't know if everyone necessarily they really came for the accent or they just came yeah. for the maybe they thought the voicing the voiceover was poor and I just thought it was a bit funny to me because I was like, I've been watching Ty I for quite some time now and I have never you know, I've noticed his the way he speaks and I was just like, you know, it never really mattered because the guy is a good content creator. So, why yeah. all of a sudden is his accent and the way he sounds a bone of contention? And okay. which is why it's somehow funny to me because Nigerians are coming from Nigerians that have Nigerian, typical Nigerian accent. But this is where, again, I'm not sure where to stand because I feel like our educational system is so bad that even when people sound with great diction, we tend to think it's funny have you ever yes. have you ever seen watch player because i'm like this person's just sounding or pronouncing the words the way they should be and look no, okay
1: that... the thing yeah. is right the thing is the tire in our case it's sort of it's it's a very good way to look at this thing because mm-hmm. we can look at it from the center of like just like you i watch a lot of his videos in fact when i was mm-hmm. uh when i was still in england i saw I think he had started then, but it wasn't as big. He was just taking pictures and yeah. doing some funny voiceovers and stuff. So the thing was, I always just saw it as, okay, this is a that is just creating Nigerian content, right? But he doesn't necessarily have the best of diction. Yeah. That has never been an issue because you can still understand him and all that. I think with that video... With that video people were more there were there were a lot of camps in in terms of problems people had with it. Some people had problems with like you said, maybe the voicing and the lack of enthusiasm in the voiceovers and all that. And some people just felt, Oh, it doesn't have an accent. It doesn't sound too good. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, the way I saw it was, this is just another Nigerian creating Nigerian content. Not everybody is going to sound like they are ex- extremely happy or they are like with an accent or whatever. I think as long as you can understand someone, as long as you can understand someone and you can get the basics out of what they're saying, I think it's fine. because. Yeah. When it comes to, like you mentioned, our system of education is so bad, yes, because a lot of us don't understand phonetics. Mm. Understand phonetics and understand, like, um, pronunciations and all that stuff. Mm. We sort of demonize those who actually understand it. Because if you think back to when you were in secondary school, right, the way your English teacher spoke, the way your English teacher spoke compared to the way other teachers spoke, you can sort of see that there was a difference.
0: Yeah.
1: Your English teacher, I'm very sure, didn't have an accent. He just spoke very well.
0: Exactly. He
1: pronounced yeah. words how they should be pronounced. He did all those things. So I think that's just, that's a good example. It, for Nigerians, like... a lot of us just don't know how to speak well. So when someone actually speaks well, then we we see it as oh exactly. this is an accent it's or this is phonet as we try to say or you know all these things that are just rooted exactly. in yeah. nonsense.
0: But I think yeah, I think with the entire I know okay, this the way I just saw it and I think some people, many people saw it that way as well was I think they thought it was an ad, so they expected more. Of, right. Yeah, they expected more. They expected more from that situation. They were like, ah, if this apartment is this expensive, I bet you could afford a better voiceover artist or something like that. But me, I saw it. I guess it depends on where you're seeing it from. As someone that has been watching Tyre now for a long time, I was just like, ah, Tyler does all these videos all the time. Why is exactly. this one different? I'm not exactly. sure if it was an ad. So I just thought, ah, what's going on? Like, why are people reacting? He's been doing these videos for years. Why is this one a bone of contention? But then, and and then I just realized. Well, I do I do think as a brand, if that was an ad, um, I don't know. He did it the way he usually did his thing. I I wouldn't expect him to go and hire someone to come and do his voiceover because he's trying to advertise for a multi-million dollar apartment in Lagos. I just thought that. I I on on another note, I just feel like you know, if brands are trying to put up this front of what standard, then put it up to to the very least of the details. But I don't I didn't expect them to have anything to do with his content at, at the same time. Yes.
1: The, yes, the yes.
0: Tyler was trying to show the house and if he got someone else to do the voiceover <laughs> it would have been funny. But that's 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 on that. Enough of that. Another example I wanted to cite was you remember when Jack was in Nigeria, the CEO of um Twitter, yeah? Yes. And um I, I I did see a tweet that someone tweeted. I can't remember word for word. I can't quote it verbatim right now, but I I know it went something along the lines of, "Oh, your man is in your country. He's talking. He didn't change his intonation, and now you you are talking to him, and now you're changing yours." Nigerians and inferiority complex. I saw that tweet and I was like. Oh uh, no no no, that's not it, bro. No, that's that not
1: it. Actually, not it.
0: because I was like, in my mind, I was just like, first thing that came to my mind. I remember replying. I was like, no nah, Sometimes some of so, these things are unconscious. You, it's not necessarily inferiority complex all the time. And I remember someone replied to that tweet, and he was like, "There's actually an explanation for this in psychology, which is the whole convergence and divergence." Theory of communication. Yes. But before we come to divergence and convergence, um, I think I just want to, I could relate to that situation because I, I'm going to use myself as an example right now. Okay. As secondary, school, I went to. I want to say that I went to a public secondary school, a federal, a government secondary school, a Unity secondary school, federal government girls. So do you understand? It wasn't a high end. Yeah. And it wasn't like the baddest as well but um as a secondary school um i did have i I wouldn't say i did have a a, a little bit of accent but i did sound a little bit different that i get teased for it i was getting teased for it like oh funny i was actually being called yes i was being called the funny girl um, and i held a position so i held a position in school as well so most of the times when I'm addressing people, often I get you know I get the looks and people are laughing and I'm like you know the fun girl. And now looking back at that situation, the explanation I had for it is because um, you know, so I just feel like so many things shape people's lives that like you can't really say or explain why they are sounding the way they sound. Uh, for That's true. Uh, That's true. I I picked I picked up. That's from my dad because my dad is a brilliant speaker, and I had never been out of this country. But I picked up a few things from my dad that way. Secondly, I was obsessed with American TV shows. That uh-huh. I don't think pass me, just that I don't think there's any show or there's any entertainment personality or any entertainment gist that you could really lost me on. No, I was yeah. in on every single thing from music. I was so much. I was a music freak of my class. Like, bring out the song, Ninja Abroad. I'll tell you the song, I'll sing it for you. Do you get? I was obsessed with American TV that I felt like I started to pick up a few things. And it kind of like translated to when I spoke that people would be like, Fone, Fone girl, Fone. For the head girl and things like that, and it does depend on the situation as well. In situations where I found myself addressing people uh, or serious situations like that, yeah, it tend to just like mentioned earlier, it tend to um your, about your accent popping up. It tend to pop up sometimes, and some things will pop up, and people will be like, mm, mm, mm. yeah. And I'm just thinking I was just like, sometimes these situations are unconscious not necessarily inferiority complex
1: on that though on that though i remember when when i was in secondary school as well i i didn't have an accent but i always spoke well because um my parents like my dad is a pastor and he's always one he's always been someone who takes presentations and he does all those stuff so he always talks a lot same with my mom in fact, my mom was very good at, like, English, so... I, I think f-
0: the same thing. My mom my mom read... My mom studied English in uni. Yeah. So she, she taught English. And my dad is a brilliant speaker as well. Like, he speaks at events and, and you know, um, host events and sh- stuff like that. Yeah. So that was, like, first basic for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... And I don't think, as I ten looking back at it, sorry I'm cutting you yeah, short. I no. don't think it was necessarily accent as well. Just like we have mentioned, yeah, the fact it, that you could actually pronounce some words, you've got great diction, and you could actually pronounce some exactly. words, exactly. it really should be.
1: Exactly. It was a thing where it was literally just mm-hmm. about the diction. You would find that coupled with the diction, and then because of, I grew up watching a lot of, I didn't really watch a lot of cartoons per se. I was more of watching uh, British TV shows and British comedy and all that stuff. So you subconsciously pick up the accents there. But not that you pick up the accents to use. You just pick up the pronunciations and the diction more or less. And then the people start to see it more as, oh, this might be an accent or this might be phonel whatever. Yeah. But to you, it's just you yeah. speaking well. And then another thing that I've noticed, though, just on what you're saying, is like for instance, Dolly, my co-host, she watches a lot of American TV shows, so she has a... Her accent leans towards that. Although we were in England for a long time, she's still the American sort of intonation of speaking. But just to bring everything home, the thing a lot of people over time, if you're, if you're in, say, okay, the way you would read the Bible out in church is different from the way you would talk to your friends if you were in a group or in a group gathering. It's different from how you would address a crowd. It's different from how you would talk to your parents. So as long as you have good diction in one case, right? It would vary. Your accent would vary depending on the scenario. So it's just it's just if we look at it that way, it's really not it's not really that serious per se. The only problem is just the awareness that it is a thing of diction as opposed to mm. anything else. I,
0: I, I, t- I totally agree. And I'm going to just, for the purpose of this um, podcast and the listeners, like, I'm, I'm going to like explain or read out, because I had to do some research, on the whole convergence communication theory that I mentioned. Okay. So apparently... In psychology, there's an explanation for, you know, having different ways that you speak to people at different times. So um, communication accommodation theory is a theory that lies on the idea that people adjust their style of speech to suit one another. And doing this actually helps the message sender gain approval from the receiver, the message receiver. It also increases the efficiency way. What am I reading it does increase the efficiency in communication between both parties. And this theory focuses on divergence and convergence of communication behavior. Convergence refers to strategies through which individuals adapt to each other's communication behavior to reduce these social differences, while divergence refers to instances in which individuals accentuate speech and non-verbal differences between themselves and their interlocutors what the hell is interlocutors? <laughs> i'm gonna <to> need google <laughs> Conver- <laughs> convergence and divergence happens in varying degrees almost every time people engage in conversation so it does play out um so according to this now it does play out in um different situations when people communicate. So for example, the way you would speak with your friend will be different from when you speak with your boss. Yes. Or when you speak with your colleague. Yes. And yeah, it, it, it does it does actually make sense because I mean if I'm trying to like impress a new client, of course there's a way like I'm gonna sound different from when I'm speaking. I, I have a friend that actually says we, we that have friends, we bring out the razzness in her because when we're together, that's when we let all our guards down, and then we're the razzists of all human beings. I feel like it also plays out in my podcast. The, the the podcast, the episodes where I'm alone, yes, the solo one,
1: yeah.
0: I see myself getting serious and getting in tune and trying to be all you know, yeah. But when someone is with me, depending on how far back we go or how well we know each other. Song, because I feel like the, the, the episode with my um, secondary school friend, I think my Yoruba have kept jumping out. Yeah, episode. I
1: noticed I that. Noticed.
0: like ah, it like, <laughs> you know now.
1: Like. Yeah.
0: So um, 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 uh, it does it does it does actually make a lot of sense anyway.
1: It it does yeah. it does because you know the same way you would speak at uh, a job interview, right? It's not necessarily the same way you will speak after you have had the job for six months. So it's it's one of those things. It's true. It's true. Like I remember at right now when I was at the interview stage, right? Because we had to do presentations. So um, mm. they were all talking. So that was an example of where my accent jumped out. So it was a case where, okay. yeah, they were all like, "Oh, you know, all that." Okay, hmm, all right, interesting. And then on the job, <laughs> on the job, because I speak Yoruba very well. So on the job, when I started and I started speaking Yoruba, they were like, "How? Are you the same person who was that. doing this and doing that?" And then also because. When I even speak broken or when you just speak like Nigerian English in quotes, people still find it hard. like, is this the same person who speaks the same way? Because the owner of our company is British. So when I talk to him, I sound different from when I'm talking to the rest of the company because the, you know, the accent will come out here or the way you speak will be different or whatever. Even I noticed it with just people that are there. So, when anybody in the company is speaking Mm -hmm. to the boss, everybody does this funny accent. But when we're all talking to each other, it's different. And it's just the same.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the same with everything. Even, sorry, it's Nigerian OAPs. When they talk mm -hmm. to, when they interview some kind of artists, right, or people, they sound very different, even with their accents, from when. They're interviewing maybe CEOs, or maybe they're just on the show. The combination of whatever then varies with whoever you're talking to.
0: When people are screaming, uh, whitewashing, um, trying to sound westernized, I do I do understand where they're coming from. Sometimes it's the case, but I don't necessarily think, you know, it's it's not always the case. And for me, I just feel like for brands and coming to brands and companies now, yeah. for brands and companies and People that are just trying to present this, you know, facade or this, put up this front that, you know, well, this standard. I feel like if you're going to do it, please do it well and do it to the very end. Like, please, because for me, I cringe when I hear failed attempts at this. Thing. Yes. Like when I hear failed attempts at acts. Yeah. It's oh. Yeah, if it's God. That, that's I, very God, I don't want to sound like I'm personally oh God, <laughs> but I'm sorry. The one that really sends me off is the Boborisky's accent type, the one that is R in every word. <laughs> and I'm like, Guy, you know, like, uh
1: uh. Do you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> Remember yeah. when we were growing up and we used to watch Nollywood, right? And there would be an yeah. uncle, and auntie in the movie who just came back from the abroad in quote, oh. You know the way they would speak in that? Yeah, man. What's going on, man? That kind of way. Yeah. In my head, that is how I hear every fake accent. It's why I was saying earlier that I have a problem with people who haven't been exposed to the environment. It, it just sounds very... It sounds very I
0: bad. Craved. I actually pray. Do you think anyone can develop an accent within... Mm, let's say two years i think two years is too small yes i Within, i think no, so okay. of, of moving abroad yes no a real real accent yes we're not talking of trying you're trying to adapt
1: yes i think so i think so
0: well i don't honestly i don't because i feel like an accent is something that you you learned you know, you have an accent if you learned to speak that way or if you've spent a considerable amount of time no, in that country. actually, no. So you pick up...
1: Yeah. I, 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 I beg to differ. For some people, it's easier for them to pick up accents than others. And I'll give you an example. When I... Uh, when I, There was another uh, girl who we started together mm-hmm. and she already had good diction anyways. But in less than uh, three months, of, her, of she had a fantastic British accent. She was just naturally better at... You know, there are just some people who are naturally better at languages and accents. Okay. Yeah. So she was one of those people. Yeah. So because of her, I believe some people can just get those things a lot easier than others. I, I get you. I grab. I
0: get your point. But what I'm trying to say is not necessarily... When you're in a foreign country, you're trying to adapt because I feel like yes, you can pick up an accent within two years in a foreign country yeah. because you're trying to adapt. Um, but at the same time, it's not an accent that you can't flip or you can't switch. You can, oh yeah, 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 yeah. If you're my yeah. guy, and yeah, if you're my guy, and you go to and you move to a foreign country and you pick up an accent, I'm not going to judge you. You're of course you're you're trying to adapt. But when you're speaking with me, and then you're sounding too much of that, that's when you know. Sometimes people pick offence. Like, ah, didn't you just go and you're back and you're you're still yeah. Actually, 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 wait. Being wait, in England. Being hold in, on. You're yeah,
1: dragging my shirt here, and I'll explain why. Um, <laughs> let me. Uh, you know, for me, I had to go learn mine, so I took time. But when I when I came yeah. to I came to Nigeria for holiday for like a week once. And throughout the period, throughout the period, while at home, I used the British accent, mm-hmm. so that I got it to the T. And because of that, it would be hypocritical of me. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, because I understand why people do it. Honestly, you like if there is a reason that justifies it, then I have no issue with it. Because somebody could be training for. Like to get the accent better, so you know if you're surrounded by people who don't speak yeah. it, and yeah. without consciously switching, which is why I tried to do that, it makes it more authentic. It's easier, but but this one I'll have to disagree. <laughs> this so one I, I'll have to disagree. So yes, you were literally, you, like, you literally <laughs> just dragged me. That was I had to stop you halfway. <laughs> so yeah that one that one
0: is I, mean, I i i understand again there's no blanket rule for all of these things there's no manual you know i'm not going to judge every single person that comes back after two years somewhere and has an accent i mean it's just it, it does depend i just feel like you know you can't sleep, yes. you can't switch if you're talking to your wee wee we can let you down and you know, if you're back there, you can. I I understand completely. No judgment to people that pick accents in, you know, few weeks of people moving abroad. I don't judge you because we were talking of accent discrimination earlier. I mentioned accent discrimination where people are being judged according to how yeah. they sound. I've seen it play out. You, you can. I
1: think the thing is the reasons why you pick it up, though. That's the thing. If you're picking it up because you feel like the Nigerian accent is crap then that's the that's yeah. wrong reason. I mean, you could say, okay, yeah, you're going to speak better anyways, but if it's coming from a position of insecurity. In fact, I had yeah. a friend who, yeah. she was at uni with me for three years, and she never changed her accent. She never even tried mm-hmm. to have the... Like, she just didn't bother herself with it because to her, there was no point, you understand me already. So it's fine. In fact, she, mm-hmm. took, she took pride yeah. in the fact that she didn't need it for you to understand her. So it yeah.
0: That's good.
1: I mean, when whenever I looked at her, I sort of in my heart there was like this little chip where I was like, oh, so what's now? You think you're more Nigerian than me? But
0: I just wanted to do a little ranting because I just want those that are sticking to it, the shalim uh, okay. brands, that are going to you know, put up front. Please stick to it to the very <laughs> point. Don't 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 scare people that are doing. Hey guys, that's why. Um, you are not... no. no 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 so that, that that's it about it for me anyways and it doesn't also it's ridiculous that something is being made for nigerians but or something is being sold to nigerians and we're having a foreign access yeah
1: to, i have a yeah i have a problem with that, that.
0: It's, it's
1: ridiculous. i have a problem with that it's that's mine.
0: but aside that hey no judgment no 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 judgments. i mean do, do you do you
1: actually I, mean, I judge i judge oaps who have no need to use the nigerian accent <laughs> like i honestly do i go on their page on socials and i try to see if they're about the accent life maybe if they've returned. and yeah. honestly just like you said I remember when I returned to Nigeria, that was one problem I had. I wondered why there was nobody who just had good diction on air. Everybody just had an accent. Why? Mm. And then you look through it and there was just no need. Like you see people who finish from Unilag and have a British accent. How? Why? It, it annoys me because there is no need for it you hear other OAPs who speak very well and, there's, and you understand that, okay, fine, I get what you're saying. But when you hear someone who you go and look through their profile and this person has has no affiliation with England but speaks with a British accent on radio, you, you start to question why. It's hard to find a good intention in that.
0: It's, it's, it's
1: ridiculous. It's perpetrating it's this culture.
0: It's ridiculous to me because I'm just like... What is it? Yeah. Like, what exactly? What? What's? What? What's the point of it? Exactly. Again, sometimes it's just it's just really really annoying that it makes you want to believe that saying that you know we're obsessed with westernized anything that is westernized, just like you've mentioned, anything that the white yeah. man has done. You know, is it some part? Of, is it? Is it some part of white supremacy left over or something? It because, is. I mean, it
1: is. It's a bigger problem in society, mm-hmm. though. That's why we import everything. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyways, Isaac, thank
0: you. Thank you. For your time. It's been a great
1: Thank you for having me. I
0: hope we don't have <laughs> <laughs> anyways. I'm saying, he, Isaac said, Oh, Isaac is taking the phone anything comes off of it. Uh, Until I come your way yeah. next
1: time. I'll- I'll be back. Bye. You'll be back.